Hey y'all, Illidan here with a quick message. We realized episodes 1 through 12 had some rough audio and tech issues, and I tried to edit it all out, but it didn't quite meet our standards. So what we're going to do is we're going to be re-recording some of the topics in later episodes that inevitably will have more ideas and different content still pertinent to the original topic. So as you listen to these older episodes, we humbly ask for your patience as we press on and strive to bring you better content each week. If you'd like to continue hearing uh, the original episode, keep listening. If not, look for the topic name in our episode list in our new episodes, where we've learned to fix some of those issues. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, goblins and paladins all, welcome to This Dungeon is Occupied podcast, where we, the story weavers, help you as players and dungeon masters, new, old, and aspiring, with questions and ideas for your next tabletop role-playing game. I'm one of your hosts, Illidine, and as always, I'm here with Thorn. Hello. Uh, and how uh, Robbie is not with us uh, today as he is in uh, New York enjoying his belated honeymoon. So congratulations to Robbie uh, and to his Congrats. husband. Uh, and today we're just going to do a short episode. Uh, we're going to shout out the, all the resources that Thorne and I use when we're weaving stories. Um, this is internet resources. This is some inspiration stuff that we've gotten from, uh, from different things. But just something that you guys can take a look at, and uh, I might even type up a blog of just resources, and I think some of those shout-outs will like it to be posted and have credit where credit is due. But take it all with a grain of salt, use some, don't use some, steal everything, as our motto goes, and uh, play to your heart's content. It's whatever makes it fun. Whatever makes it fun. And to start that off, whatever makes it fun, uh, one of the ones that we use, uh, somewhat use with Robbie, uh, is Roll20. Obviously, if you're not familiar with it, Roll20 is a interactive uh, gaming platform where they have uh, digital maps and trackers for a D&D session or, or a regular tabletop uh, role-playing game that you can use. Um, and they have a free service and they have a paid service that you can use. Uh, but Roll20 is something that Robbie swears by. Uh, and the second thing that we he swears by is D&D and beyond. I've used it some, and I believe Thorne has too. Um, yeah, but I have. Uh, it's a great program, uh, but it is a, a pay-as-you-go service. So full Very disclosure, exactly. you, have to, you have to buy all the digital content if you want all the things. And I'll give them this, they have a lot of sales. Yeah. But when you're doing 20% off on something that costs like $500. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, not that Robbie, you know, Robbie does, swears that he didn't buy the, the Game Master bundle. Oh, but he, he, did. he did. But he, did, he didn't do it like outright. He did it slowly, which I think is kind of worse because he probably would have saved money if he did the bundle. But if you haven't checked it out, you know, D&D and Beyond and, and Watsi uh, sells these bundles for the digital copies and the Game Master bundles like $680 or something strange. And it's literally every digital uh, module and copy of the fifth edition. Everything that's published by Watsi for D&D is in this bundle, which is pretty cool, you know, considering that I paid $50 just for the player's handbook at Barnes and yeah. Noble, <laughs> you know? So when you think about it, you're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's a, it would save you money, 
Um, but I refuse. I'm I'm old school. I refuse to go digital, and I I have my I book. Love, I love and <laughs> yeah. like, I love books. <laughs> but it's not only that, say, it's one thing I say is, you know, it's it's great to 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 look at the all the the stuff we're going to give you here pretty soon, the the websites and everything like that. But the first thing you should do is go on Amazon and buy the free book bundle that has the player's handbook, the DM's handbook, and I think the monster manual. Yes. And it costs like 80, 90 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice little book set. And really, if you want to get down to it, that's all you need. It is. And, you know, talking about saving money, it would cost $150 if you bought them individually at Barnes and Noble. Um, exactly. not, knocking, not knocking Barnes and Noble, but they do sell for $49 a piece. Um, and like Thorne said, that is literally all you need. And even, technically speaking, you as a story weaver just needs the dungeon master guide and the monster manual. And you can tell one of your players to buy the player handbook and share it and then, you know, yeah. spread the wealth around. <laughs> um, and just just use that stuff and whatever creativity you have in your brain holes. Um the other thing that I would say is free services, which we'll start listing some of those um, right now, right, right <laughs> this second, right now, wait for it. Three, two, one, go. Um, first one I want to do is, is a huge shout out to Dungeon Scribe. Um, Haas at Dungeon Scribe. He, I found him through Reddit uh, first. He was on the uh, subreddit Unearthed Arcana and he posts uh, a bunch of free items uh, on there. And then I joined his Patreon way back when uh, and uh, got a bunch of paid content. But he posts so much different uh, items. And we've discussed one in a previous episode. Uh, but the Scratches Tome is from Dungeon Scribe. And Dungeon Scribe, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for letting me uh, use it on the podcast as well as in my campaign and giving me um, he, he gave me extra stuff when I told him I was going to use it for the campaign and for the podcast he was like hey here's my my backstory on it and I used it and I twisted it and I made it fit where I was going to torment the hell out of my character and it worked so bleeding well <laughs> um, and so thank you Dungeon Scribe uh, for that uh, but yeah, check him out uh, on Reddit. Uh, I believe you could just search his username, Dungeon Scribe. He's also on Instagram and, and Patreon, obviously. So uh, check him out. Thorne, uh, you got the next one? Yeah, my, my favorite. And, and not a lot of, a lot of DMs don't like this, this website. I like it a lot. It gives me a lot of ideas, albeit it does have a lot of OP stuff in it. And you have to be careful. But it has so much in there from races and subclasses, subclasses, subraces. Everything is D and D with. Yeah, uh, I find it could be it could be overwhelming because there's a lot, and okay. there's some of them aren't finished. But if you get it and you get in there and it gives you the inkling of an idea for a character, it's worth it. Oh yeah. So you just you just have to be careful because there is a lot of OP stuff in there. Yeah, and and going off of that, uh, I worked with Robbie 
based off of a race that was completely homebrewed. Um, and we created our own race because the, the PDF that we were using, uh, they had like uh, a bunch of races and sub races of, uh, they were called Alphar. Um, and they had put in the back these monster class uh, stats for different Alphar. Um, and I fell in love with the artwork of the Sage Alphar. And instead of using just the monster stats, we kind of butchered up some of the, the, the race stats from the PDF and then instituted some of our own and created our own far alpha race uh, that fit the character that we're using for Robbie's campaign. Um, so you can absolutely do that. I mean, like we say all the time, steal everything, use it, twist it, mold it to whatever you want. I almost sounded like Bane, just, just, just a tiny bit. Um, molded by it. Um. <laughs> I just hear that in like Sean Connery's voice. Molded by it. You only Dragon wrapped in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I did the same thing with the column. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked the idea of a sentient sword, but I didn't like the ideas they had. Right. At least for my, the way I wanted to do the character. So I, I twisted it. I did a little stuff, talked to you about it. We worked it out. Yeah. I gave it a lot of, uh, to, to keep it from being too powerful, I gave it a lot of downside to it. And there it is. Yeah. And that's also. And I'm in the, the middle of the downside right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but that's also the thing is, is if you find something and you're like, man, that's OP, like I, I shouldn't use it. No, still use it. Just give it some kind of flaw, you know? Um, and it could be as simple as what we did with uh, Thorn's uh, sentient sword is that he has to do a battle of wits and they have to do wisdom checks, wisdom versus wisdom, uh, in order for him to take control of the, the being. And so when it comes to things like legendary resistances, he's just a sentient sword stuck in the back of a dragon until he can beat the wisdom save of that dragon because he at least gets three tries for free. <laughs> um, the dragon does anyway. Yeah. yeah, that was that was an interesting role play in the middle of combat where this dragon's just pissy and fire is shooting fire and lightning everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. I liked it. Uh, and Myola was like fireball. <laughs> Um, the next one that I want to say uh, is something that we talked about, I believe, in episode eight and nine. Uh, and I do apologize for the audio of those. I have since then found the fix and I have my nice little pop filter on my microphone. But in any case, we talked about uh, the Griffin Saddlebag, who's another person who uh, we found via Reddit and they post a lot of free items on there uh in fact he's actually on vacation right now um and so they're doing like this uh other artist series and he's got somebody's posting for him while he's on vacation it's really cool uh but check him out um griffin saddlebag and there's actually a bunch if you go to unearthed arcana that's also a resource that i guess i can shout out to but more specifically uh the uh griffin saddlebag because we're using some of those items in raven's campaign which uh, you get to see firsthand or well hear firsthand uh, we just posted it's live today as of this recording 
on Monday the 16th. Um, the the two-hour campaign session that Raven is the dungeon meowster, as she likes to be called. Um, and we play a, uh, a, a super long session, and I tried to uh, edit out as much of the god-awful blank empty spaces and stuff that we we were like yeah delete this delete that and i was like that's that's a lot of editing so we i got it down to about two hours and 11 minutes um of the session but the griffin saddlebag items are in there you can hear about a few of them uh thorn's character and my character uh use them and uh i believe forrest gets to use one of them in that session uh, Robbie didn't get to use them because, ha <laughs> um, <laughs> but otherwise, uh, you know, search these, these free, these free things, these, uh, the unearthed arcana and people who have these artworks that are making awesome items, you know, some of them are OP and then they like, I know that the dungeon scribe and Griffin saddlebag have done it where they post an item and then a bunch of people will comment about it. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let me, let me tweak it. And they'll tweak it and they'll repost it. And like, okay, here's the, here's the final uh, publication of it. And they'll make it for free. And of course, Griffin Saddlebag also has a Patreon as well. If you want to check out more of his art there or on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're doing the work for you. Steal it, take it. It's easy. Implement it. Oh, he wants you to. <laughs> he says use it. Yeah. He wants you to use it. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, he doesn't even necessarily ask for credit. I mean, if you're going to use it like in a, in a monetary situation, like uh, definitely uh, contact them and talk to them about using it in a podcast or using it in um, something like that. But if you're just using it at home, they literally put it out there for free for you to use. Like you don't, it why are why wouldn't you use this free that's like it's like somebody giving you five bucks and saying here and you're like nah no thanks like what (laughs) now and and i was going to mention unearth arcana also because i've used that many times i do i do love the stuff they have on there they're not really friendly with watching anymore yeah well (laughs) sure what happened with there but i haven't read into it but uh but yeah, I mean, you could still use it on your home table. You know, there's there's apparently a thing where they're not going to be on D and D and Beyond anymore, um, unless you're grandfathered in. But you can still use it on PDFs and stuff like that. I still have Unearthed Arcana on my iPad, um, and I'm about to plug a different app here in a second. But you could still use the stuff. You can print it. You know, print out stuff if you're into that, or you could just have it on your computer or your cell phone to pull up and look at whenever you need to. Um, But Unearthed Arcana has items, they have races, they have monsters, they have modules, one shots. I mean, they've got it all in there. There's a whole bunch of DMs that go in there or like sometimes there's a player that's just like, hey, I've got this idea, let's hash it out. And they just, they do it right there in the comment thread. um, And then somebody prints it out. It's it's a really cool community. and uh, there's also D100 on, on Reddit that uh, if you're looking for, say, a, um, a list of apothecary names, you go on there, you go to D100, the subreddit, and you type in apothecary and search, and they have a list, 
it's just roll a d100 and there's your apothecary you could do the same thing for taverns because you know it's just it's incredible the amount of lists that they do because one person comes up with an idea they comment on it and then everyone comes up with one idea per comment and they make a list of 100 names just on the spot and so you you just don't have to hurt your brain anymore like it, it's amazing for players that players and dms that have played for so long and it's always been based off of like books and movies and and our own creativity and now we've got people just doing the work for us and i just don't have to work as hard and i love it and thank you everyone it's awesome. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite favorite things to use and i use it for most npcs if i need them to do anything is just fast character generator yeah that is a godsend it lets you pick just about anything from race uh, class, subclass, uh, alignment, you know, sex, male, female, other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it really, really has expanded over the last few years. And it's including races from like Magic Gathering with Kryn and, and everything. And you can, if you can make monsters on there, you can do anything. It's yeah. really, really good. And I use the crap out of it. Oh yeah. In fact, for a while there, when we didn't have a set group or a set campaign, we would do uh, like one shots or anything like that, and we would just make everybody just random generate a character. Speaking of which, that's what we do for the uh, Ravens campaign. Uh, we yep. the only thing that we had solidified was a criminal background, and then everything else was randomly generated. And some of us dislike quite a bit of some of the random stuff that got generated. I'm playing a human. <laughs> but at least it's like yeah, a human. human. It's a, at least it's an assassin, though. Like it could have been terrible. <laughs> I, I, it kind of was. My stats are kind of crap. <laughs> well, I mean, your stats were terrible. Like that's the that's the one thing that hurt is the is the stats. Because a rogue assassin, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as you're not edge lordy, um, it uh, it works out okay. <laughs> Uh, but I, I'm making do. I'm playing it. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's absolutely. the challenge. Exactly. Uh, and going off of that, as far as an NPC generator, uh, RPGTinker.com is something that I use freaking religiously. Um, he has a bestiary, and he also has the NPC generator. And literally, you just if you type in rpgtinker.com, it will automatically generate one. So I just went to the website right now and I've got a Glanmora Glorak, the minstrel. She's a female Asimar and it gives the stat blocks. It gives the spells. It gives the abilities. The racial feats are down at the bottom. And then it even has a part where it says uh, print PDF. So you can print out the full sheet. You can uh, make it whatever level uh, based off of the hit dice. Um and what type of hit dice you can even choose as far as like temp the uh you want a template a specific one he's got uh let me look at this he's got different categories strength combatant npc dexterity caster support non-combatants i mean i can even go down here and look at oh look here's an in uh innkeeper barmaid and i can make her a dragonborn and then i'm going to build that npc it loads in 20 seconds or less and I've got Shattermast, the innkeeper barmaid, um, female green dragon, any alignment, and then boom, special abilities, racial feats, actions, yada, yada. And then even the, he even puts the CR challenge rating like that's 
that's a lot. <laughs> like he, they do so much work for this. And then of course, like they have the bestiary where they have a list of all kinds of things, city army, goblin tribe, monstrous army, and pirate ship. Um, so if you're into any of that, rpgtinker.com, shout out. Thanks for doing what you do. Um, and all of these guys that, that we're shouting out, they do have some form of donation or uh, Patreon that you can support them with. Um, please consider you know, buying them a coffee or something, you know, just send two bucks or a dollar um, if you use them. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it helps out because it definitely helps us out whenever we get some kind of donation like that. Um, hey, we're, we're not getting paid for any of these shout outs. This is all, not at all. stuff we use personally. Yeah. So I want to put that out there. We're not paid advertisement. It's nothing. Although if any of them want to, hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you want an yeah. episode sponsored by you, if we're shouting you out right now, hit me up. <laughs> uh, I have an email address uh, linked on candremporium.com where our podcast is hosted. Uh, and it's hosted at Podbean and Patreon and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Hit me up. Talk to me on Facebook. We can work it out uh, for sure. I will absolutely plug the absolute ever-living shit out of each and every one of you. <laughs> I never got a sentence. We're good. Yeah, I think we got it covered. Um, and... Uh, oh, it's Go ahead. um the the other one that i use uh quite often is fantasy name generator um and i will actually go to his oh were you (laughs) yes it's the system thing i find new players especially have a big problem with coming up with fantasy names yeah and you know what it what's really cool is that he actually has uh, I don't know if it's a he or she, to be honest with you, so I'm sorry for pronouns. Uh, but the site hoster um, has different categories of names, and you have fantasy and folklore. You have real names. You have places and locations. You have other names, uh, which I'm kind of curious about. I'm going to click that here in a second. You've got pop culture names. Um, you've got uh, described generations, other generators. Um, and then like you scroll down, and he's got uh, charity highlights that he he does uh, charities. Um, the site is planting trees. I like that's one of the reasons why I like them so much. Uh, you could click for more details, but they've planted so far ninety one thousand seven hundred ninety three trees. Um, so go check them out and yeah. and consider supporting amazing. them. That is a that's I mean that's incredible. Um, but yeah. they've got an avatar name generator. They've got a bleach name generator. If you're an anime fan, destiny name generator, Diablo name generator, Dr. Who dragon age, dragon ball, DC, uh, Dungeons oh, yeah. and Dragons specific. He's got everything. They've got everything. And when um, he, when he goes to the desert dragon, he goes down and goes by race too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, and I so mean, it, it's got a ton of races in there. Yeah, I I have like I am I'm actually a really big fan of Fantasy Name Generator um, as a as a whole. Um, And when I first learned about their 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 tree program, I was just like, that is the name generator I'm going to use forever now. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's really the only one I use. And uh, you know, it's kind of cool because like I I was just intrigued by this other names, and I clicked on it, and good lord. 
the amount of of work that these guys must have put into all of this because like i'll just read one column because it sounds fun uh i'm going to read the third column there's five total in the third column we have hacker names heist urban spice holiday holy book honorifics human species instrument invention j-pop jewelry language law enforcement love k-pop magazine magic types magic school books martial arts names mascot names material names measurement names medicine names mercenary band names metal and element names meteor names military division military armor uh, honor military operation military rank mobster names and molecule names like if you need anything of anything for a name, these are the guys to go to. <laughs> um, you know, yep. there there are other places. I'm not knocking any of the other generators. I'm not knocking any of the people who come up with names. But if you need it fast and you're on the fly, like I often do when Raven is being a, a, a player in my campaigns and she says, so what's the name of the neighbor's brother? And you're like, <laughs> go to fantasy name generator. It's perfect. It's simple. And you just roll the dice and you can say male or female or even just neutral names and boom, Bob's your uncle. Who's Bob? I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this one though. There, there's this, um, there's this, there's this website. That I, I think I remember right, but it's called Don John treasure generator. Ooh. I haven't heard that. I look at that one. I think that's what I think that's what it's called. Dungeon. I'm pretty sure if you put if you just put in like D and D five E treasure generator or oh, I actually just found a donjon and it's it's John J O N not J O H N because I that's how I typed it. Right. Um. Ow, my eyes. That's a bright screen. Um. It just brought me to Google and it was like solid white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it's not very refined, but it's pretty cool. Oh, no, I'm not even talking about their website. I was just talking about straight up Google. It was just all white screen. <laughs> it hurt my eyes. But uh, let's see. D20, random treasure generator. Um, yeah, he's got the number of treasures, the, the levels, if you want coins or valuables, or if you want items. Um, and he, they've got uh, four, fourth edition, fifth edition, weird fiction, science fiction. So, yeah, these, that's cool. I had never heard of these yeah. guys. I am absolutely stealing this. Yeah. I've used I've used them a couple times on some random treasures and it it's fun because it comes up like it'll give you like the dwarven or, or the the frost giant boots of strength or some weird shit like that. Dude, they, they really an, come up with some interesting. They have an AD and D section for random generator, oh, yeah. random dungeon, random magic shop, and then random treasure generator. That's so the magic cool. shop is pretty cool too. Hell yeah. yeah it's, it's, just a, it's a neat little thing. The there's a lot of that. sites like that. You just have to look for them. Yeah. And I actually have a, a bookmark folder labeled world building. So that's where I'm saving that little thing. I just found another treasure. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, we've been friends for a while and I've never put that one out there. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, man? You're just I holding just, out on me. <laughs> just pop back into my head. I haven't used it in a while. But no, it's a fun one. I'll go in there sometimes just to, to random generate, see what it comes up with. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of world builder, what about World Anvil? Oh, hell yeah. I was getting there. <laughs> um, world Anvil has a free service. If you only have one world or, or slash campaign, um, you don't, you, you get a lot of 
services and benefits just to the free account, which I was actually truly amazed. Uh, it just so happened that I needed to make a second world. And so I decided to go ahead and upgrade my my subscription to the uh, the Dungeon Master or the I think it was the Game Master tier. Um, and uh, you you could do pretty much everything in World Anvil. Um, you can make articles, categories, uh, and tie everything into them, cities, countries, people, and it all hyperleaks everything and it codes it for you. You just have to say, I want it to go here and it does it. And uh, that's something that I love because I, I'm an old school person and I used to just write my notes handwritten in in binders and when somebody says i want to know this history and you're like give me a second foot 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 and trying to find the the page um and you know having having to do dividers and folders and stuff to organize things you know i had a system but this system is way better than that <laughs> um and i've just i've fallen in love with world anvil and and World Anvil is definitely my my go-to service for uh, organizing my notes and writing campaigns. And they also do some super cool, badass competitions. Um, and I, uh, I actually was a part of one competition. I didn't win anything, unfortunately, uh, but it did force me to write. And it was in December, they do World Ember, uh, where you write as much as you possibly can and you get badges and stuff for uh, writing certain uh, word goals. Um, and I believe I wrote something like 12,000 words. And I looked at the leaderboard and somebody had like 90,000 words in, in 30 days. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm never going to win. But <laughs> it's super cool and it forces you to write. Um, and they, they come out with prompts uh, every day. So daily prompts. Um, and, you know, they have all kinds of resources for free on YouTube and on their website, check out world anvil. Um, and they're also coming out with something. I'm, I haven't, I haven't looked at the news feed lately, but they are coming out with something similar to roll 20. Um, and they're doing a map builder um, so that you could just, instead of having to draw it or find a, P, a PDF and inputting it into your stuff, they'll have a map builder similar to like um I don't know, like a, a architect's app. It, it's going to be super sweet, and I can't wait until if, if it's live oh, now. Well, so I'm sorry, but it sounds amazing. It could be, be like Chad, then. Yeah, but it's going to be for D and D maps. Like that's going to be super fucking sweet. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, oh, can you think of any other free ones? Uh, free ones. I mean, I mean there's tons out there. There's uh, yeah. You it, just have to put you just have to put it in the, in the put it into Google. It'll come up with other ones. Yeah, and honestly, like put thirty seconds worth of effort into Google, and you'll find a whole bunch. Um, but honestly, the freest of free. Um, I'm not going to go cliche and go your own mind, but kind of because if you read books, you already paid for the book, or you you might be doing a Kindle thing or something. But if you want to do a Dracula campaign read dracula and do a campaign just yeah do it. i mean that's that's as free as it gets especially well let's let's let, let's shit out some authors okay that they might like like some fantasy authors um 
and we're not talking about J.R. Tolkien. You know, we know about we know about the big one. Someone people might not not know about uh, Brandon Sanderson, an amazing, yeah. amazing author. Um, does several different uh, fancy uh, series. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend Mistborn. Uh, I recommend the series of of Calderon. They're both amazing stories, great, and you can get ideas for campaigns out of both of them. Yeah. In fact, I think they made a Mistborn RPG. Did they really? I think so. Yeah. That's awesome. I look. I look it up, but the crow is gone. Uh, <laughs> um. One that I like uh, that I am spacing on the name, so I'm looking it up right now. But the uh, the oh Terry Brooks uh, Shannara uh, Shannara Chronicles or the, the Chronicles Shannara yeah the yeah. Shannara yeah however you want to pronounce it um, I'm not sure how Terry wants it to be pronounced but I mean we're talking about books like from the 70s all the way till now I mean Terry's yeah. still writing books. Um, and it yeah. started with just one series, the Sword of Shannara trilogy. Um, and now there's, you know, just a ridiculous amount. And there's there's nothing wrong with I, that. He, they, Terry puts out amazing books. And then, of course, you've got the Wheel of Time, too, which is like. A, oh, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I'm, a I'm going to <laughs> bring one that's, that's a little lesser known is Patrick Rothfuss. The yes. King of the Chronicles. Uh, finish your book home. finish your oh, book please please I, uh, finish i don't have any hate for you i loved watching you play call of cthulhu um oh but, yeah Tabletop, yeah i am dying Me too. I've, I've read the first two four times and i've read the little I, book of yeah. ari twice yeah like yep <sighs> help me patrick please please i want to finish <laughs> I just need, uh, you know what? Don't even, don't even write a full book. Just finish the story. Just give me four chapters, yeah. close it out. I would, I'll smoke a cigar and drink a beer to you. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. We need to break out the mead. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, and another, another series, uh, the Dresden Files. Uh, it's more modern day, but it's a wizard. Yeah. Uh, I tell you the author, but my mind has just gone blank. I'll look it up really quick. But it's, you, you killed me. You will get a lot of good ideas for different things because uh, the author of that series is so good. Jim Butcher. At interweaving, Jim Butcher of interweaving different uh, tropes and different things into it because he's oh, a yeah. modern day wizard in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, it, you know, it's and so they're fun good. reads. Like all of the books that we've said, like we have read these books. I mean, and and we're skipping. Oh, yeah. We're we're not necessarily skipping on purpose, but like Tracy Hickman and Marcus Wise with the Dragonlance Saga. And no, I was actually going to recommend them next because they are by far two of my favorite authors. They're the, I would give I would give a left foot to interview. Yeah. Um, because uh, I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. And they are they are they are actually like no no lie, this is legit. They are the authors that got me into D and D because I found the books before I found D and D. And the Time of Twins is just such an excellent trilogy that I, I was like, okay, well, what's Dragonlance? And I looked up Dragonlance and you know, oh, the books are written based off of their campaign. I was like, hell yeah, I want in. <laughs> yeah, no, like 
I can remember I played D&D, and then the guy that got me into it, he's like, did you like that? I was like, yeah, it's fun. He's like, here, try reading this book. And he gave me Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Mm. Another really good one. I've read, I've read those books at least eight times. I got so lucky, at dude. At least uh, eight I, times. This might hurt the, hurt the authors, but I, I bought the collector's edition, right? After I had found their, I found their books at a garage sale they sold the entire series of Autumn Twilight and the 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 other seasons. Um, they sold them for a dollar, all four of them together for a dollar. And I was like, I mean, it's a dollar. Like, I've got to read them. And then I went and spent like 45 bucks on the collector's edition because I had to. Yeah. <laughs> no, and the funny thing is, is, right after I read Dragons of Autumn Twilight, he gave me The Legend of Human. Oh, that's another good one, yeah. Which just, I just, I collapsed after that. I'm like, I'm done. I'm hooked. I've <laughs> yeah. read fantasy ever since. I, I've, and I've read a ridiculous amount of Dragonlance. And I, I'm not 100% sure, but they might actually still be coming out with books. You know, just different authors. Because they like, are. There's a lot not... of different authors. They did a whole series on, there's, there's a trilogy about Sturm. There's a trilogy about Cameron. Uh, there's a trilogy about uh, Clint. I mean, it, there's trillions, but they're, but they're all different authors. Right. I mean, but it, listeners, but, if, you, if, you, if you read, these books are not big. They're not a huge undertaking. Now, the whole saga is a huge undertaking because there's like, you know, 50 books to date, but, or more, probably more, but they're, they're quick reads. They're, it's not like, they're not dumb books by any means, but they're, they flow so well all of the authors that I've, I've never been disappointed with a Dragonlance saga book ever. Um, and that's hard to find oftentimes, especially when there's multiple different writers. Like obviously they have different writing styles, but they all stuck to like the, the chronicles and, and stuck to the lore and the, the, the general theme. Um, so pick up a book, go to Barnes and Noble and pick up one or go to Amazon. I mean, you can probably find some of the older ones for like 50 cents. If you find, if you buy it used, you know, they go to half price books, go to yard yeah. sales. They're going to be there. They're going to be there. Uh, and the other one that's going to be there is Forgotten Realms. <laughs> oh, Drizzit. Yeah. Drizzit, amazing series. I haven't read them all because there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those those first four or five books. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't put them down. I couldn't put them down. Yeah. But these, and so all, that's... These, all these authors and all these stories, they give you character ideas. Absolutely. And not only it character ideas, steady. but even like if you're the DM, it gives you campaign <laughs> ideas. Oof. Hi, doggy. <laughs> uh, but uh, they give you campaign ideas because, you know, you can do a full Drizzt setting. I've I've played in a one shot of a Drizzt setting. It was really fun. It was all under dark and, you know, had to fight the matron mother and it, it was cool. Um, and no, you I, can you I played can, a whole campaign under dark. I played a whole campaign under that. That's awesome. It was interesting. It yeah. was interesting and nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's just so much under, in the Underdark, <laughs> in the lore, because um, it's not just Drow. Um, but, you know, these, at least these things, the, the books, yes, there is some kind of monetary value to it. Um, but it also just, to me, it enriches your life uh, if you want to get metaphysical with it. Um, 
the other one that I, I really like for newer story weavers is look up writing prompts. Seriously, just look up, just Google uh, fantasy writing prompts and then just start writing. Or if you're more of a, you want to be organized and something that I'm trying to do to challenge myself is Dungeons and Dragons did come out with a book. It's at, it's at Barnes and Noble. Um, it was a gift for me, so I don't actually know how much it was, but it's called the World Builders Journal. And it, it's the, it, the full title is the World Builders Journal of Legendary Adventures. And you open up the first page and it asks you to name a tavern and to uh, tell a, a backstory about what guild is uh, accompanied with this tavern. And then you can just continue on. You know, it gives you very little space per page to write about it. So you can write either via bullet points or you can write it out. And if you write it out like I do, then you end up writing like more of a thesis statement inside of this world builders journal and then go to your computer and type the shit out of it um because i'm a writer and robbie can uh, robbie's a writer as well so he could attest to the fact that we've just gone through pages and pages of journal notes i just bought new journals um because it, they were pretty and the fact that you got excited about that shut up <laughs> means you're a writer i don't write and, and i'm i recommend i represent a completely different type of uh story we were than, than they do. Uh, I usually go off the hip. I think of things in my mind constantly and change my mind about 50 times before yeah. the campaign starts. Oh, yeah. And I mean, but that still happens it, even with my writing. <laughs> true. So bad. And I'm not, saying it, I'm not saying it's because of me, but it's because of me. Okay. <laughs> well, and then sometimes, like, be prepared. You know, uh, episode 10 is mainly about Thorn. I'm just kidding. Um, kind of. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Episode 10, where we in interview Brian, um, we ask questions and we discuss about basically improving and handling uh, the wild card players. Um, and Thorne is absolutely a wild card, um, mainly because he and I have been playing for so long that we like to be chaotic because playing the normal is no longer as fun it's still fun but not as fun as chaos can be chaos can be anything we want and anything we can think of so when we come up upon a saber-toothed squirrel in the wild and i hope i cast hold monster on it and then fling it onto a pirate ship because i don't want to fight 12 pirates chaos ensues and <laughs> but Exactly. Um, <laughs> you just just roll with the punches and you know stick to your notes if you if you do take notes i really suggest just doing bullet points don't don't try and you, this isn't a script this isn't you know we're not storytellers in the way that we're just telling a story and their pl the players have to stick to what we say we're not doing that even even the railroading style of D&D, or, or tabletop games in general, that still leads to some player um, uh, interaction. You can't just railroad and they just accept it. The players will have something to say about that. Um, even if they ask you to railroad them to a certain goal, 
the in-between is all player. We're just weaving the stories together. Um, so just if you're a note taker, take bullet notes. But if you're not a note taker like Thorne and you just go off the cuff, then it's pure improv and pure memory. So, you know, just just go with it. Go with the flow and enjoy. I'm still so happy about these. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, I'm you're proud good. because, well, yes, but I went uh, <laughs> I went to the aquarium today and they uh, there's a there's a conservation collection uh from Nat, uh, nature bridge and a portion of the proceeds uh funds the nature bridges uh environmental education program and i am in real life i'm a druid um and i'm very all about nature <laughs> and so when they were like oh the proceeds go to to environment uh, education program i was like mine they're mine and i bought three journals <laughs> good for you so, yeah now, I, I do want to I, I want to do a quick shout out to Kevin Hearn he, he's the writer of the Iron Bureau Chronicles yeah Freedom, amazing they're so good yeah but <laughs> I, the biggest thing and, and I do another thing besides read I watch a lot of movies oh yeah and and I get ideas from them and, and the thing is, is like even if I don't read only fantasy either I read all sorts of stuff and I get ideas and the, and the way I get an idea for that kind of stuff is is try making a, a character like Jack Reacher yeah. into a D&D character. Yeah. And that's, that, that's where I get my inspiration from is just from all these characters that people have thought of because I'm not that original to an extent. He's a half-orc But I'll take mind. that character. What? Jack Reacher, Reacher is a, a, a half-orc in my mind. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I thought about Paladin, but no, he's a half he's a half orc fighter. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. So I mean, it's you have to. That's the way that my mind works. But then I put my own twist into it. I might yes. keep the basics of it, but there's a lot of little intricacies in there that I that I put in, mm-hmm. and that's where the creativity comes in. And you and come up where... with it, it gives you so many character ideas. Yeah, and that's where it can get really fun is just because, I mean, you, the whole point of this is to have fun. Like, yes, we say steal everything, but the number one rule is to have fun. And you could even play uh, a campaign where you stat block yourselves. And, you know, as Illidine, be like, okay, my name's Illidine and I'm a human uh, fighter. And these are my stats based off of my actual physical attributes. Um, and you can do that. You know, and that can actually be quite a challenge sometimes. I've um, done it, <laughs> and it's, it's I think really just fun. About everybody that plays for a while has done it. Yeah, um, and then also the other option is let your DM stat you, or let let <laughs> the DM or let the DM uh, stat something. So one of the things that I really want to do, I think I'm going to do it in Arc Three, is I'm going to do a mystery setting. Um, and I'm going to give you guys a blank character sheet. I'm going to have your full character sheet and you have to say, you have to figure out what race you are, what stats you have, what roles you have, what feats. And I I, think that would be super fun. (laughs) I did that in werewolf. Did you? That's cool. But I, I put them in a, um, I, I had them. 
do their characters and tell me about them and stuff like that. I had them make their characters. Mm-hmm. And then I took their stack away and I gave them a blank character sheet. That's awesome. And that what happened was is they woke up in a mental asylum. Ooh. And they could they couldn't remember who they were. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh Brian was there. Uh, Raven was there yet or not. But Brian was there. Uh Carrie. And I think uh another uh, one of Chris's uh, in-laws was there. And it I was see. insane. It was so good. Yeah. And was, also and if I, if you're a nerd like me and I just got I popped uh, popped an idea in my head. Um I play Magic the Gathering and I have made items and I've made characters based off of the card or just off the flavor text of the the cards. At the bottom of the card, sometimes they have flavor text. You can use that lore and run with it. Um I think exactly. that's I think that's that's a that's good, honestly. Um I think we've gone for like 30, 45 minutes ish. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, honestly, there's so many sources that we could go on and on about different ideas of how to come up with with characters and towns and things. But honestly, the easiest thing to do if you're brand brand spanking new, use the three uh, Bible books, the Player's Handbook, the DMG, and the Monster uh, Monster Manual, and then you can build off of those. Um, and there are um, you know, I do I do feel morally obligated to say that I I like to pay for things. Um, and so I bought the books and stuff like that. But there are sources where you can just look at specific excerpts of like it, like, say, the the fighter class. You can Google the fighter class in Unearthed Arcana or in um, D&D Compendium and they'll have how to build a fighter in there. So that's also an option um, if you don't. And I'm not going to say that I've used this. I'm not going to say I use the trove, <laughs> but it's gone. It's gone now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, it's a sad day. <laughs> all the uh, all the LimeWire and and old old guys that have <laughs> that we've done, we may or may not have done uh, uh, some downloading in the past. Um, that's all going away. <laughs> Um, but honestly, oh, that's another one. Uh, the DMs Guild. Uh, they. Um, oh they yeah, have, I almost, you almost forgot about that one. Yeah, so they have uh, a, a website where you can go, and they have uh, just a billion DMs um, putting uh, PDFs on there, and some of them are free, some of them are not. Um, and there's a button that's called pay what you want. And sometimes that can be $0 and sometimes you can buy a coffee. Um, And then others that, you know, when they've put a lot of research or a lot of work into, they, they do charge anywhere from $1 to I've seen some that they've, they've written books in PDF form and they charge 20 bucks for it. And I totally understand that. Um, So, you know, take a look at the DMS guild and, and they've got uh, really the same, kind of the same content as Unearthed Arcana. They've got races, items, they've got compendiums of monsters. It's all all homebrewy stuff. Um and uh you and, know and they've got some sanctions they've got sanctions stuff on there too, but yeah. Not DM's guild, but they're they're 
like homebrew stuff is really good. And I've, it's really good. I've donated. I've donated when I bought stuff from from a penny oh, yeah. to fifteen twenty dollars when I have the money. Yeah, because I, I know it takes work, but I've yeah. gotten all sorts of stuff off of them. Oh yeah, and I mean some of the stuff that I've used if I if I use it a whole bunch and if I look at my receipts and I'm like oh I didn't you know I didn't pay for this free one uh, way back when but I've used it in like eight campaigns I'm gonna buy the dude a coffee at least you know and I'm, I'll. I'll send him, you know, like five or six bucks. Uh, and it's when I, you know, obviously would, like you said, when I have the money, uh, I can, I can put forth a little bit of effort. And because if you don't, these guys aren't going to continue doing it. Exactly. <laughs> you you, and the you thing about help the, too, artist. It's once you buy it, like I had a computer, my computer crashed once I lost everything, but I went back on DMCL and I was able to re-download it because yeah. I already bought it. Yeah. And that's, that, that is something cool to, to note. Um, if you didn't catch that listeners, if you buy something on that website, I'm not hundred percent sure about the others, but DMs guild for sure. I've actually gone through three computers and three hard drives. Um, and you just log into your account and boom, everything you've downloaded from square one, if you paid for it or if you didn't pay for it, is up there and you just say re-download and boom, you're done. So that's definitely, that's one of the reasons why I, I absolutely try to, to donate as much as possible when I download because it also probably helps them keep this website up because I'm sure if the website shuts down, then that's it. But, you know. I don't know how they, I, I honestly don't know how they work uh, their payment system, but I'm sure there's a small kickback to the website hosters. So consider donating just to keep the stuff up there. <laughs> yeah, of course, it really is. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and like you said, all these guys that are putting that content up there, they don't do it because they're getting rich off it. No. They do it because they truly enjoy it. Yeah. And every, every little bit you give them, it's like tipping your waiter at a, at a restaurant. They, they need that. So I give when I can. Yeah. And they, they get a kick out of it when you, uh, you tell them that you've used their stuff. Cause like when I talked to dungeon scribe and, and, you know, I, I just messaged him cause I was paying uh, for a subscription on Patreon and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm using this item. Um, and at first I didn't even ask for permission to use it uh, on the podcast. Cause I wasn't planning on it. Um, and uh, we got to talking and I was like, I, I mean, I loved your, your item. This is how I used it in the campaign. And then he shot me back with that, uh, that background story and the, the notes that he had. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Would you be cool with it being on there? I'll credit you and everything. And he was like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, and I honestly think he said that I didn't even have to credit him, but no, <laughs> I credit him. <laughs> um so, I mean, these guys are like super happy to hear about stories of you uh, using their items and their their PDFs and stuff. Um, even people who are as quote unquote big as like Matt Colville, he still on his YouTube channel says, email me a story about your your use of, of the PDFs and stuff like that. So, you know, these guys do it because they absolutely love it. And that's why we do this podcast. Um, and that's a great shameless segue uh, to talk about uh what we're what we're doing we we do this podcast uh for free uh but if you feel like supporting us we do have a patreon page at patreon.com slash this dungeon is occupied um you can give us feedback and talk to us via reviews on spotify and google podcasts 
Uh, we also host through Podbean. Um, I believe there is a, a way to follow uh, and like the episode and then give a review on Podbean as well. And then if you want to tell us about a topic that you want us to talk about, uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash this dungeon is occupied. It's fairly easy. Just kind of like Google this dungeon is occupied. And I was, I was, I tried very hard to streamline everything. So, you know, we have, we have the, uh, the Facebook and I'm currently looking at doing a, uh, Instagram where we're sharing the Instagram with our sponsor company, uh, Captain Ravens Emporium at, at the moment, but uh, we might do some extra social media, but let us know if you want more content, if you want different content, um, we might start posting some more campaign content uh, of some of our, of our stuff uh, just for funsies and uh, let us know, yeah. you know, we, we will read every email uh, that you send us and uh all we'll, uh, three of them <laughs> yeah you two guys in the back there sending that email that's that, that yeah we'll read them <laughs> high five high five um but no seriously from the bottom of our hearts like thank you for just listening and if you do consider uh throwing a little bit our way i mean really thank you thank you thank you um it, it any of the patreon uh proceeds are going to go to making us just a better podcast, better mics, better editing software. Um, so that whenever I say, um, maybe I can take it out instead of saying, um, um, um. And I'm, I'm telling you new DMs, new, uh, players. If you have questions, please ask. I mean, I mean, we, between us, we have over 40 years of experience with D&D and we made this podcast because we wanted to help people. Yeah, uh, and the, the game is amazing, and just keep just ask questions. Yeah, and we're still learning. Don't don't think that you know. Oh, these guys have forty years of experience; like they know everything. No, God, no. Um, we are no, still learning. No. We we watch YouTube videos. Uh, we listen to other D and D podcasts. We listen because uh, I listen to like three different D and D campaign podcasts, and then I listen to one about being a DM, and then I watch YouTube's about uh, how to be a, a, a better DM. Um, all of this stuff just makes you a better story weaver and even a better player. There's a lot of stuff out there about how to be a better player, and then there's even stuff that's not D and D related that I watch, like you know how to be better at improv stuff like that and how to do, I'm trying to be um, somebody who uses voices. So I'm also looking at voice actor YouTube stuff. Um, and it's been really fun. And my voice is hoarse from doing the warmups that I did this morning. Um, <laughs> I did them wrong. But all of that uh, aside, we do really thank, uh, thank you for, uh, for listening. Um, and in the future, we hope to uh, interview more people uh, bigger and better than us that we can learn from and help you guys learn from. Um, and with that, check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied.